a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy, everybody. Ahoy, if sir. we were a tug-of-war team, ahoy to my anchor man, Hamish. Arr. And ahoy to my gatherer, Jack. Ahoy. What does the, the gatherer front, do? Yeah, the front. He gets the, the, the snacks. He the, the, <laughs> gets the snacks. It's $5 off everyone to make sure there'll be plenty of refreshments when the tug-of-war's over. No, you you take the, uh, the strain at the front. Mm-hmm. You, you make sure it's tight, mate. You yep. gather that. I'll be in the middle. Not being judged as to whether I'm doing anything. And you'd be in the middle, nice and vocal, <laughs> screaming at the people behind him to pull, all, whilst all the while protecting the calluses. Yes. <laughs> uh, ahoy also to Jaden from Australia. Ahoy, lads. It's Jaden from Brisbane here. Uh, Andy would have just told you that, though. It always makes me chuckle when he was a bit more general. Parrot people there, Andy, but um, because it's your birthday today, we'll let you get away with that one. Anyway, lads, I just want to tell you a quick story. Um, Currently off work for six weeks. Um, Just welcomed my very first daughter into the world. Uh, To be honest, my wife did most of the work, but anyway, Um, look, listening to the podcast at home with her, um, Jack, you seem to have a bit of a magic touch because whenever your voice seems to come on, she just goes right to sleep. Maybe a lack of gusto, but I'll leave that with you guys to discuss. Anyway, have a good day. I'll see you later. <laughs> there you go, Jack. I don't you think that's a lack of gusto thing. I think that's a... I've got a soothing voice, obviously, for toddlers or young people. and they've oh, you're gone boring? To sleep. No, 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 no. I don't think that at all. They actually go to sleep when they're watching their favourite things, be it the Wiggles or... Not my child. experience with two children. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go across and revert to the professional seven, as far as parenting goes with seven the three years, of us. Seven years years into the journey, 11 years cumulative, if you add them together, I generally their favourite things, G them up. (laughs) And it's often when Zoe and I turn the gusto in the house right Right down, down. that's wind down time and that is sleepiness for the the kids. Not our words, the words of Jaden from Australia. I I will say though, didn't he say his wife though falls asleep or was it his kid? No, he was kidding. Okay, there we go. (laughs) I I, I thought we'd misheard it, but I still wanted to play stacks on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you wanted control of the stack. Oh, of episode 146. Yes, for security reasons. Mm. Guys, uh, I actually, uh, I, I mean, Fortress Blake mm. is being possibly assaulted from several flanks here wow. um, with potentially people fleecing me. Now, I willingly get fleeced yes. with impulse purchases all the time. Yep. You know you're leaving yourself wide open That's to uh, people not sending stuff or sending subpar stuff. Yeah. That's or, a flank I'm aware of. Yeah. And, I mean, the latest one, sorry, this is off topic, but mm. there's one keeps coming up in my feed. So, the goggles with the digital readout in them, the head-up display. Have you seen this, Jacko? No. no. Didn't you think Google Jack- make Google Glasses like 10 years yeah, ago? Yeah, that's, that's Google Glasses they make. These are goggles that give you a digital readout of, of, how, of like how fast you're going. When you many, walk? No, goggles. <laughs> when you're swimming. Oh. <laughs> I suppose you could wear them when you're walking, but it will just give you one long lap for your right. walk to work. They give it in inside. Head-up display like a fighter pilot. Really? Now, as someone, now Jack can attest to this, someone that struggles to swim yep. 100, <laughs> 100 <laughs> unbroken. I don't know if the tech is the, <laughs> is the weakest point of my game. Yeah. So I know that, yet I still... still 
mm. feel that maybe if I increase my tech, yes. I could become a better swimmer. <laughs> could, get, could be the thing that gets us back in the pool, Jago. Yeah. Or it just comes up as, let us know when you're swimming. <laughs> I know. It's oh, actually, that's an entered water, yeah. It actually is the worst thing I could put in front of my eyes. What, like undetectable pace. And because, and, like, you know, if you, on the treadmill and stuff, there's that psychological thing. Stop you're like, holding okay, it. Stop okay. holding onto the rope. Plane rope detected. Like, <laughs> you, kids, kids pool depth detected. <laughs> There's that thing where, like, if you're on a treadmill, you're like, okay, you, you know, I haven't done a lot of treadmill running. I've yeah. done enough in my time to know in the first kilometre, mm. you're like, oh, God, I'm not feeling good, but yeah. it's not even one kilometre yet. There's just something psychological <laughs> yes. about going, now it's one point something. Like, yes. At least I'm past that. <laughs> I feel with the lap timer, oh. watching, being on my zero flap <laughs> for what would feel like an eternity for me is actually not, not what I need to know. <laughs> not what this exercise yeah. does it to me. Like, you know, I can ride a bike for a long time. Very long time. You can ride, you, Hamish did a marathon on a rower, like an yeah. indoor row. It's incredible. But I, I have an endure, I like endurance sports, do. but yeah. nothing, the pool is like an unbelievable <laughs> time warp when I get in there. Four strokes in, my brain is going, okay, we, we've done, this is done, we done. <laughs> It's like someone running through the yeah. banner at the start of the AFL, then hands on their knees and yelling to the coach, well, how long? How long? <laughs> Sorry, they haven't started. They haven't started. Yet. Yeah. Anyway, scam. back to scams. Okay. Scams. The, the goggles will fleece me, but I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. They probably will get me. I found some the other day, and I, I bought this for the kids and the family, and it's, 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 it comes with a good message. Like there's an eco message to this. It's a company that sells bracelets, right? You can have a shark, a polar bear, an elephant, a mm-hmm. turtle, whatever. I can't remember the name of them. And I, I don't, there is, I know there's a few people that do this. So the name comes, let's call them like eco bracelets or whatever. Okay. And you buy it, you buy the shark one and you get the bracelet, but you also get a certificate that you can QR scan and it's, it specifically tells you where your shark is. So you get your own shark and it's tagged in oh, the wild. Right. <laughs> it's tagged yeah. in the wild yep. and you can in, learn facts about it and yep. you can enjoy seeing its migratory patterns yep. or maybe it's off Costa Rica or something and you're like, that's, you know, there's my shark. There's hmm. James the shark. Yeah. Now, I read, I was like, that's, what a great thing. Like, let's all get one in the family. We'll yes. all, we can all pick our animal. I got all four different animals. Then I start going, but hang on a sec. How do you know you like? Mm. How do you know your sharks out there? Yeah, they could just send you a beacon. The Pacific Ocean. There's exactly. absolutely no way you could check. Yeah, if this shark is out there. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, maybe is this a scam? Like, is this this is a pretty easy scam to run? So I googled the the name of mm-hmm. who I bought it from. Let's call them Eco Bracelets, but it's not them. And scam. And it, and it comes up on their website. It comes up under their FAQs going, are we a scam? <laughs> <laughs> it's their number one most asked question. question. Are we a scam? Mm. And you'll be pleased to know the answer is no. <laughs> That's a relief. No, we're not a scam. And <laughs> I'm glad so you are. Phew. Yeah, dodged the bullet there. Glad I. <laughs> We're not a scam. We get it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and there are others like us, very scammy, yeah. who offer exactly the same thing, mm, but, but they're not actually linked to a shark or a polar bear. Like, like we are, those guys are scams. We're not scams. Just to be clear, yeah. us, no, no. scam. <laughs> Them, high, high scam. Anyway, the bracelets haven't come yet, but I fear. Yes. 
you know, if yeah. you're saying went, promise you I'm not a scare. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a kind of an internet wink, didn't they? <laughs> there was the wink emoji up. <laughs> anyway, so that's possibly money down the drain. How's this one, though? This is my main scam watch. You'd have a checkbook, wouldn't you, Ando? I do. We've got one for the company. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never touched it personally. No, but we, you'd make a purchase by check. You and Did I together. Um, the this people that listen to this show for a long, long time would remember the Muhammad Ali post. <laughs> Um, we, not to go into the whole story, but we purchased it off a friend, a signed Muhammad Ali poster, and uh, to annoy him, Mm. we uh, bought it with a check for the company. So you'd have check, you'd have several checkbooks, wouldn't you? I've got a couple, yeah. Be be, be, be nice. (laughs) But they have sat there for years now. I think it's gone. Checkbooks are gone, but it used to be required for a while. So I've never had any interest in checks, Mm. Um, and... I, f- I, I find them hilarious. Mm. I mean, I find them very medieval. Yes. Doesn't it feel like, you know, yeah. hey, if the squiggle be here, pay this man <laughs> 10 gold pieces. For people who have gone to Namia or New Caledonia, they only do checks. Wow. They, so they back the wrong horse. It was there, the strangest they? thing because you go, like I was up like at, at, the, bar, at the bar and the guy's like, yeah, I'll grab, you know, three whiskeys, two bourbons and a beer. <laughs> It's like great. And then he pulled out this wallet, like a long wallet, a long and check flipped book. it out and just wrote out a check for us. And you just pay for our round of drinks checks. Says, it's only checks here. It's like, why? <laughs> why? But that's, of all the money systems you could back, even that like ancient idea of like a giant stone statue being <laughs> like, you know, there's value in this. That's yes. a better system than checks. Anyway, I get a call the other day from the cops. Oh. Turns out I did used to own a checkbook. I vaguely remember this thing floating around mm-hmm. um, from an an old, old account. Okay. Right? I do remember it floating around in our house before we moved house about six months ago. I guess I must have thrown it out <laughs> in the cleanup. <laughs> Somehow someone's found it. Wow. And they've sat on it. Yeah. And then they've gone, I just write myself a little check here. <laughs> <laughs> And they've they've had a go. They've had a, they've go. Had a crack. Do the Unlucky. cops tell you what they've gone for? Yes. Yeah, so they've. I think what's happened. They've invented a company. Yep. And then they've written a check from me mm. to the company and gone. Yep. And they actually went to one of those check clearing places. The people that like will just like clear your check now. Yep. Turns Surely out- those people though. Uh, you clear your check now places. Surely they know of these people that are coming yeah. in. And this guy. They know what this guy's up to. The guy that ran the clear check now place, he's the one that blew the whistle. Went, really? Gee, this doesn't look right. Yeah. The guy, he went, isn't that Hamish from Hamish and Andy? He went, mm, this doesn't add up. Unlucky for the crook that's had a go at this, that's found my checkbook in, a, I don't know, in the, possibly in the tip. Yeah. Like the only, only thing I can think of is like, Someone's gone down to the tip to just go, let's see if we can either find a hard drive with Bitcoin on it yep. <laughs> or a checkbook if anyone's dumb enough to throw one out. Unlike if you this guy, the check bounced because there's no money in there. Yeah. And he, I think he- Was he, it still the same account though? It exists. The account is open because he never yeah, couldn't be bothered closing it. So the bank dishonored the check, but then the guy said, I think this is a bit dodgy and told the police. <gasps> and then the police are under this going, does this, did you write a check for $9,000? and went- Mate, I haven't. I don't think I've ever written a check, and I didn't know that I had a checkbook. I, well, I kind of do, yeah. And I think I threw it out about a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And I think this guy's, you know, with with the greatest respect. Well, I mean, as much respect as you're going to give a criminal, Crook, yeah. He's a tip rat. He's down at the tip, <laughs> and this tip, this tip, this 
this guy's been tipping yeah. and he's found the he's found the checkbook. I wonder if you have to show ID at those places to that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. think you do because he's going, Hamish well, gave me this check. And of course. Of course. You, you, you wouldn't. Mm. I mean, That's it gave me faith in the check system again. Like it, it brought it back. No, Namia have it right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Namia have it correct. Maybe, maybe I buy these goggles with a check. <laughs> Hey, and we love people filling out the VIP, the very important podcasters uh, form at hamishnetty.com. One do. of the things they have to fill out is whether they have a special skill. They're the ones that uh, kind of pique our interest. They do. And we get them on to amaze the listeners. James Hample did that. Ahoy to you, James. Ahoy, boys. How are we? Your special skill as listed at hamishnetty.com. If you play five seconds of the score, brackets, music, so he was using musical film lingo. <laughs> flexing uh, already. Yeah, flexing. From any Hollywood film, I can name the movie slash franchise. That is massive. Five seconds. It's a big one. Massive. I mean, so so first of all, it, it means that you, you'd have to be across every film. Uh, that's what that would infer, but not, <laughs> not necessarily. I'm playing the numbers here. Yep. I think I, I know enough film scores, even if I haven't seen the film. Wow. So you, are, you, can... are you in, are you in yeah. quote, the game, end quote? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, I, I, did, I did a bit of film scoring when I was younger, but then oh, made the didn't... stupid call of, of going to law school and, and that sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, okay. so you would be sitting in court with like famous, um, like John Grisham movie scores in your head yep. to pass the time. Oh yes, absolutely, of course. <laughs> um, I've got it. I've got it in one. <laughs> uh, James, if you're ready to play, we've got five different films, uh, bits of music. Um, you'll have to get four out of five for a coin. Is that fair, Ham? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we've we played this earlier, mm. um, and. What you realise is that there's, there's always one movie where someone goes, that's not very popular, is it, that movie? And then if you haven't seen it, you think a movie's not popular. Yep. If you have seen it, you think it's very popular. Yes, yes. So it really, I think four out of five is fair because we want a high percentage, but there's going to be one in there that he probably doesn't have a shot at. Yep, I agree. Um, Haim, if you're ready, should we jump into this? Let's do it. Come on, James, come on, James. If you know the music, you just have to choose it from the film it came. Come on, James, come on, James. You acting kind of shady. Don't call me, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, just to put your own little bit on the end, Eddie. <laughs> just reverted back into the song. Um, but you're not acting shady, James, no. yet. Mm. You're not calling me, baby, yet. If you, The game if, has not begun. We hope that you're not holding up Shazam or something. To pick the uh, film no, score, no. which would be very difficult, but that would be the kind of shady behaviour that Hamish would be alluring to. <laughs> and then when I say extra ad lib, and I go, "Hey, you been? You, are you doing Shazam there?" And then James would say, "Baby, come on!" Yeah. And so he would be you're acting shady <laughs> and calling me baby. Um, okay, we've started off with a softball. If you yeah. don't get this, we're hanging up. God help you. <laughs> <laughs> It's Indiana Jones. It is. It was actually Raiders of the Lost. <laughs> Specific name. That's exactly right. It, it was actually the um, yeah the live Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> we, we need. No, we just need the score. Okay, you're one well for one. Three to go to get the coin mm. for for total glory. 
That's uh, Monsters Inc. Oh, wow. that's very good. Wow, that's very good. <laughs> I, wow. Who who did the music for that, James? Would you know that uh, off the top of your head? Randy Newman, I think. Always, yeah, yeah. That is incredible. Well done, James. All right. We have a player. <laughs> he, this guy, I must admit, this guy we, knows his scores. We didn't get that at all. None of us no. in, in the office got that one. And so. I watched Monsters University on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good luck. Third one. I think it's a Hans Zimmer score, but from quite a while ago. Was I on the money with a Hans Zimmer score? You are not. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it, nor was it Hans Molman from The Simpsons. <laughs> I am going to have to have a punt and guess. No, I just I know it's not Gladiator, but I'm just going to say Gladiator. Where, what part of Gladiator do you reckon that would I be? I don't know. The more, <laughs> light, the more light-hearted the bit where they go yeah, shopping. The <laughs> it's the Truman Show. Oh. But, you know, we got that one. That was one we oh, got. Oh, you did? Yes. So we thought that might have been a softer ball, proof that some people are into some things <laughs> recognise other things. Um, okay. Again, though, I don't think Russell Crowe's marching into the Coliseum. Well, maybe he is. Let's yeah. just picture that one. Let's play that one again. Waving he, at his neighbours. They're all waving line. back. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Russell Crowe sailed the boat out of the Coliseum and he realised it didn't go on forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the mood's changed. Yeah. No more lifelines. Because you cannot get another one wrong. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Good luck. Oh, it's hard to pick up over the phone. I we can give it to you one more time, think, just for yeah. phone, phone related things. I think it's Interstellar. He's got it. Wow. He has got it. And who did who was who was the scorer on that? That's Hans Zimmer. That is, that is Hans Zimmer. That is yeah. Hans on the brain. Okay. Busy Hans. All right. It comes down to this. All or nothing for a one coin coin. Otherwise, it'll be a token of no value. But you've got so close. Okay, you've done exceptionally well. Let's 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 get it from here. It's a bit of a mess, isn't it? <laughs> like, I actually hear that and go, I don't feel like they're all playing in time. <laughs> I, it sounds like a, like a kind of a war movie, I'm going to say, or, or even an American war film. American Civil War kind of style. I'm just it's thinking got like that tin whistly. Yeah. Um, if I gave you the composer, would that give it away? I think we can give him the composer, Ando. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Giacchino. Is that how I'd pronounce Ooh, it? So it's more recent. Um, oh, he's on. He's on. He's on. The, the bloodhound has the scent. <laughs> 
Michael Giacchino films. Now I'm just kind of thinking through my head, what are Michael Giacchino films? Uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm coming up with zero. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All I can think of is all I can think of. Well, I know he's. I think he did. He did um Rogue One, but it's not that. Um, all I think of is up, but like it's not the recognizable part of up. But I think that's the only other Michael Giacchino one I can think of because it's up. It is not up. Not. You were, you said it was a war film. It was Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I watched that like two weeks ago. Not with your ears on. <laughs> <laughs> you watched it with the sound on? I mean, you didn't no. respect Giacchino's work in it. Oh, that is unlucky. You clearly have a skill that is better than any of us. Yeah, uh, you're in the game. You've got yourself. A, I'm going to... Is this wrong, Ham? I want to attribute a little bit of value to this when I send it out. The token of no value. Do you know what? Let's just as a one-off do it. We'll never mention it again. But let's we're sending out a token of no value, but we're actually putting a little bit of value in it. Yeah, because you were sensational. (laughs) You were so good. I appreciate it. So it's going to feel a bit different when you open the packet. It's going to feel heavier. (laughs) But just keep you calm and act natural to those around you. Okay, well done. Thanks, James. I can do it. Thanks, guys. Time for an update on this. Thundercastle is is up. Yeah. She's made more money than it's cost us to put her in races, which is nice. Also, yes, than it's cost us to put her in races, but not more than it's cost us to buy her. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely this, not. This is, of course, our digital racehorse. Yes. Um, this is our kind of step after f- failing dismally with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. We're reticent to set back into Bitcoin territory, but this, we did want to dabble in digital currencies of, of, of a way. We wanted to be at the forefront of something related to crypto. Mm. Uh, so we chose digital horse racing, which is where you can buy a horse with Ethereum, which we so far have had no problems with. Yes. We've actually never had a successful encounter with Bitcoin. No. But Ethereum, which is in another digital currency. So far, no problems with yes. with, with Ethereum. Yeah. we big, big fans of Ethereum. <laughs> but yes, yeah, several wobbles. With um, BTC. <laughs> yes. Uh, Christian joins us now, or Doofy, as he's better named. Um, Doofy, how are you, bud? Our trainer. I'm good. How are you going, guys? Fantastic. How many, how many races would you monitor a day? Oh, a <laughs> um, couple of hundred uh, on, a, on a proper race. Uh, it, depends. it depends, obviously, what's happening in terms of the race schedule and how quickly... Um, you can get your horse from entering the race to actually running the race. We're we're down to about two hours at the moment, right? Um, so you can get a couple of hundred in in a, in a day quite easily. How many how many horses are there in the stable? I mean, I know we're the main priority, but <laughs> a bit in your stable, in your, in, in your world, how many are you training? How many are you racing? Uh, just mine and yours. That's it. Oh. They're the only stables that I look after. And how many horses are in 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 both of ours together? Um, about three hundred. Wow. And you would be the majority of that? (laughs) (laughs) Give or take. (laughs) Well, you've got some good news I hear. You text me individually, but do you want to share it with everybody? I do. So since we uh, last spoke, we've got a couple more offspring. 
Thundercastle has been very busy over the past few, few she's weeks. She's amazing. She is a real, I, would, I think she's a real roll horse for working mums everywhere. She's a single mum because I assume none of the stallions stick around to help raise these foals. No. Absolutely not. No? So she's a single mum. Mm. She's, how many children has she had now? Four. Four. Wow. Four, four. wow. And, 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 still comp- and, and how many races is she in a day? She, well, I, I've actually not been racing her um, for, for a couple of reasons, which we can go into if you like. No, she's got four but kids. She's just been focusing <laughs> on breeding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the focus on breeding. Is okay. it possible in the digital horse world, because, of course, you know, that's the beauty of these being not actual mammals, can you have a kid and be on the track that afternoon? Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. The digital horse body is an amazing thing. So we've got two new horses. You're going to add, and they're bred from uh, Thundercastle, which is our Genesis yep. horse, yep. And uh, so one of the originals. The, the, for the tactic, for just a refresher, people, we wanted a, an, an amazing horse. That's Thundercastle. Yep. And we wanted a bunch of shitbirds. Have we bought any <laughs> shitbirds yet? No. Uh, so what we're, what we're doing is there's going to be probably one last drop before all of the Genesis horses are completely sold out. I have been keeping my eye on the secondary market, but they are very expensive in comparison to what we can get them for in the drop. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I've been focusing on breeding, getting some other horses, having some you know fresh meat to, to play around with, and just keeping some Ethereum or a lot of Ethereum there for when that drop happens. Yep. Um, and then we can ideally go and get another decent horse out of that and then that, that'll really sort of expand the stable okay. quite so, quickly. So we were actually sort of abandoning the shipbird strategy We're not going to buy them. But we're we, not going to buy any shipbirds. We, we, we we'll breed them. We breed them. If Thundercastle keeps pumping out horses, we'll baby horses, <laughs> they're not all going to be, you know, there's yeah. going to be a bunch of shipbirds, absolute bunch of delinquents, mm, mm. And, but hopefully a champion comes out of her. Yes. Christian, you said that there are two more digital horses that she's had. You obviously need them named. I'm mm. going to put Haim and Jack on the spot here. We're going with show show theme names. I, I've got to say, I still like Earl Squirrelson as a name, <laughs> and I think if we got a horse that would suit Earl Squirrelson. Earl Squirrelson. Um, Just regular spelling. We've got a pink one. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we've got a pink colt and a, a grey colt. So uh, Probably grey is a bit one. more squirrely, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It just was the first... Great fake name on the show. If you really herald, there was a period there where no one wrote to the show. This was probably about six years ago. Yeah. No one wrote to the show under their real name. Yeah. We, we had plenty of correspondence. Tons, like thousands <laughs> of emails coming in. It just became a thing to never write in under anyone's <laughs> name. And I think it all kicked off with Earl Squirrelson. Earl so Squirrelson. I've, love always, it. I've, always had, I've always had a soft spot for Earl Squirrelson. So the great Colton Earl Squirrelson. Jack, what are you thinking? Uh, another theme of the show or something on the show is me. So I thought maybe we could call it Jack Post. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, from going from a hobby you tied down to to now having you front and center as the I name of a horse. I love this because it gives us two options. We're going to find out how not many horses go well, do they? So, Jack, yeah. you're going the one in a million that this thing comes through. Well, or well, you can't barrack against your own horse in your own state. I, we won't be barracking against it, but what, what's going to happen is we're either going to have the situation where a, Jack Post makes us a lot of money, yeah. which I think is even more unlikely <laughs> than the, in, in real life than the horse winning, or Jack Post costs us a, for, a for fortune. Yeah, yeah. We had high hopes, but it turns out Jack has um, let, us, let us down. Um, are you happy with those two names? Will they both be able to be put in? Oh, I think it's perfect, and I think that pink colt would be perfect for Jack Post as happy well. Happy with that. And yeah. uh, <laughs> just to, uh, be, to warn you, though, Jack Post mightn't rock up. <laughs> 
<laughs> and also mid-race might just kind of fade out and, and, and not pay attention. There could be some drifts off. Jack Post, the horse, might also ask for, you know, if say you put him in a race where it's a $10 cover charge for every horse to go in, it will ask for free admission. <laughs> I was thinking some sponsors along the way. He, that, yeah. that horse might get some sponsorship or some some free, uh, you know, um, rugs or hooves, something, <laughs> some carrots. Christian, <laughs> can I ask, can you take special care of Jack Post? I can do that, mate. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> they get the best, he'll get the best carrots of the bunch. Brilliant. Hey, yeah, we probably have two carrot sponsors. Shall we give you a few weeks? Let's go, wait, maybe three weeks. Yep. Run those four. Into the ground. And, <laughs> and let's see at the end where Jack Post sits yes. amongst the others. Uh, I love it, buddy. Thanks so much. Awesome. See you later. Thanks, dude. And uh, mm-hmm. it is uh, about that time of the of uh, our favourite buy to try weekly event where we try to tip the ordered <laughs> axis of your universe on its head with a band of fast and loose yes. mongrels yep. who like to upset wow. you. Let's they do it. Are, they are mongrels. <laughs> Everything is neat and practical because that's the way he likes it. Mm. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. And uh, some wonderful submissions flood in every week. I we comb. We, well, no, you do. We mm-hmm. comb the submissions. Our producers hit back the ones that we feel mm-hmm. or that they feel will upset you the most. First cap off the rank, Sarah, how are you? Ahoy to you, Sarah. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, Sarah. What have you got to upset Andy? Okay, so basically in my kitchen, the way it's set out is that the microwave sits above the oven. And they both display the time. So for as long as I can remember, they've both been about two minutes off each other. So if one of them has, like, say, like, 1 o'clock, the other one will be 1.02 and just never changed it. Even if, like, there's daylight savings, we'll change the hour, but... Who has time to change the minutes? No, yeah, you can't change. You never change minutes. Hurts. Uh, no. I'm going to bring up something that again highlights the lost touchness from me. But I do have two ovens. You do, the- <laughs> and another <laughs> clock, and nice. another clock that's important to you. It must be very nice. <laughs> but the two ovens have to be exactly the same. It annoys me so much if they're not. Do you use someone counting down? Do you do my, count no, down? No, I do it myself. You count to 60 to no, no. change the time? No, I'll... Or you just I, do I, one, I, two, three. I hold them both at the same time and I had to reset them both at the same time. So so I know it's have my Have you breath. had to use a foot? No. Okay. But I will have... I would the, love I have to walk sitting, in on you with one foot. I have the sitting there standing by. Bang. Both and, oh, and it's synced to your phone. It's synced to your phone. Well, I sync it. Like I look and look at the iPhone and go, okay, coming up to... So you set, but you set it off your phone exactly as well. So your yeah. phone will be the same time. Yes. Well, as that, the that's real time. That's where we look for real time. No, no, that's maniacal. That's serial killer <laughs> stuff. <laughs> what's, you, the real, what's the point of it? That's if you look. No, but not to the, you don't. You don't. Do you click it when it clicks over on the iPhone? Yes. It's <laughs> too much. It's too, not who even NASA runs. When are, when yeah, who has the time? Sarah? I can't believe it's here. Never been seconds late. <laughs> I mean, not even NASA runs stuff that precisely. They are just like near near enough. What does it say on the shuttle? Oh, it's quarter past one here. Yeah, right, it's one fourteen at Mission Controls. That's about right. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That annoyed the heck wow. out of me. Very good, um, Meg. Meg, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. What's going on? Ahoy, Meg. What have you got to upset Ando? 
Okay, I have a bottle of Vita gummies that I keep in my car, and every morning when I get in, I take one on my way to work. What's a Vita gummy? I think it's just a multivitamin in a gummy. Yeah, it's like a gummy multivitamin. Yeah, multivitamin. Okay. Um, recently on an unexpectedly hot day, my gummies melted together and they have now formed one giant gummy. Mm-hmm. Instead of throwing out the bottle and getting a new one, I open the bottle, take out the giant gummy, take a bite and put it back. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole thing would have the same vitamin density <laughs> as individuals. The same vitamins, no yeah. matter how big a bite Not necessarily. Had. I mean, and, do you reckon oh, if, not... if it went down to liquid form, would there be a heavier, yeah. like with the no, bottom the, of the vitamin? All iron. Of the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I just take a different bite from a different area of the gummy yeah. each day. So over the week, you're getting you're getting the good, getting a nice balance. I'm nourished. And you would have the great thing about when they were back in their original gummy form, you would have got used to the weight. You would have practiced on the serving. So now I bet you're biting within the gram of the but serving I like, size. I like to think that my bite size is the same as the serving size. I don't. I don't mind it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I because I, I, I don't like waste. So yeah, the idea of throwing like out the bottle would 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 annoy me. Yeah, it's. I think it's the best. I think it's a wonderful system that you've got. I mean, Andy as well. I can say from experience here, Andy is not also. He's not as not unaccustomed to taking a varying dose of multivitamins. When we were doing travel shows, very fast. Well, not that fast on this. He always had a multivitamin on him, yep. which I thought was very ordered. Um, when we go on travel shows. But then Anna would sometimes go, geez, I'm feeling a bit of a tickle in the throat. Mm. What should I take? And Haim would... Uh, and I would go, Dr. how's your nose? And he'd go, you're sleeping okay? You're a bit... Un-. I'd go, okay, take three multivitamins. <laughs> <laughs> I would... <laughs> Triple the dose. Yeah, yeah, sometimes as many as five, and then sometimes Andy would be like, you know, Mile, my joints are a bit stiff or my back's a bit sore. So I'd stick to one multivitamin. That's <laughs> not the issue here. <laughs> hey, you've got no problems with uh, with doubling down, tripling down, and quadrupling down. And the one thing I, that I may you. really come back to bite me, my dad always taught me, mm. was just overloading on like you know, anytime I got antibiotics as a kid, he'd go double the first dose. <laughs> Like, Dad's whole thing was always double the first dose to get the germs on the back foot, like shock and awe. Exactly. And I get go, I don't, a good start. Oh, yeah, I don't think you mean, mate. It's like, it's like the dad version of getting up early to get on the road to make good time. He'd go, hit them hard, hit them hard, and then they're on the ropes and the rest of your multi, the rest of your antibiotics are just body blows and headshots. Yeah, easy. And you will finish them off, but you've, you've got to have that first assault. <laughs> Isaac, ahoy to you, Isaac. Ahoy. Ahoy, Isaac. What have you got to upset Andy? Uh, back in my uh, share house days, my housemate, when he was doing the dishes, if you run out of dishwashing liquid, no problem. Just run to the shower, grab some body wash, keep going. <laughs> yeah. So. In the no. dishwasher? No, sorry, yeah. not in the dishwasher. Just in the sink. In the sink, on the dishes. Nah, not for me. I- oh, mate, what's the difference? If you got sauce on your hand, would you use soap to get it off? Yes. Exactly. So what's the difference with sauce on a plate? Well, I think the idea is there's got to be a... A higher grade oh, of. <laughs> it did sound like you were crying, but I think it was a burp. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a burp. It was a burp. But it did sound like we'd absolutely you guys found. We're always coming at me. We found your absolute Achilles heel. He does not like soap substitutions. 
<laughs> it's the one bit. The but robot. That's the... If you need to, if you need to, you can always do it the other way around as well. No, we'll in the shower. I think I would suggest, and maybe I'm, I'm not taking him in the shower. But I, I don't think. I think they've a different grade. I, I would like a different grade for my plates. No, you don't have news <laughs> yeah. flash, mate. You don't have it. <laughs> okay. You don't have it. It's Not marketing. Yeah. yeah. All right. All good. I... Love it. Thanks, Isaac. <laughs> All good. Okay. Uh, wrap this up then. Jesse, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. How are we? Yeah, well, yeah, good, standing by, ready to pounce by the sun. Finish it off. <laughs> very sinister way to say hello. Jesse's licking his lips. <laughs> Go yeah. for it, Jess. So I've moved houses recently and I had my friend come around just to help out, put the bed together, all that. And I said, oh, we're going to have to go back to my old place to get the Allen keys. So I forgot them. Got to tighten up these uh, bolts on the corners, mm. you know, the little hooks sit on them. Oh, yeah. He goes, no, I, I never do that. Why are you doing that? Just leave it. It'll hold together. No. I, I was disgusted. And I'm a fast and loose kind of guy, so this is a it big is the, statement. It's yeah. the it's the ultimate fast and loose. I mean, it's literally loose. loose. So he's just saying <laughs> put the bolts in. Because, I mean, I often think this when you're, you're rebuilding a couch or you're rebuilding a bit of furniture. You do go, well, I mean, the bolt is a long metal rod. The chances yeah. of it wiggling out are <laughs> very small. Well, his <laughs> argument was my bed hasn't collapsed yet. That's not good enough for me. And he's never tightened them? No, he just leaves them loose. He says the five years of the bed being together, it's worth the 10 seconds you say. (laughs) Five years of anxiety. I'll have PTSD. Yeah, Alan Keys are an absolute scam. Well, you and I stand uh, together. It's nice actually to have a kindred spirit on to uh, to finish it this is. up. Um, and I think I've been converted from a fast and loose from this tormenting experience. Yeah, exactly. Welcome aboard, mate. It's nice <laughs> to have another one. <laughs> well, you guys, you, you, guys dog, can, you guys can go and have tighten her up parties. We <laughs> go to each other's houses, crack a few beers mm. with a coaster if you're at Andy's, <laughs> and then walk around the house with a shifter and an Allen key, making sure everything's no. nice and tight. Right. Nothing better. <laughs> hey, um, with not a lot to do, uh, I've been back exercising, which is back running, which Good is boy. which is uh, which is rare. I kind of. We love to see you out there. That's what the fans want. <laughs> I've never seen you run. You made it sound like you're we part of some kind of. We love to see you out there. Some kind of running. No, we're club. just fans. Just, just fans. We, you know, people peeking out their apartment windows, stuff like, "Gee, he hasn't been out for a while." But you know, when you see him, zoom and by. It's all, I, well, we've done a bit of exercise together recently. Yes. Andy and I we went for a walk. We went for a walk, Jack, because, of course, like Andy and I are in Sydney and mm. there has been, um, you know, there's there's the lockdown rules, but you can exercise mm. with a friend. We didn't just go for a walk, Jack. You know what else we did? We played some cricket in the nets. <laughs> wow. I had my cricket bag put in the back of my car. and great. We played some cricket in the nets and I probably owe Andy a bit of an apology, actually, if I could use the show as Absolutely. a forum yeah. because... We, I thought it'd be a nice surprise. I said to Ando, we met in the park and we went for a walk. And I loved it. We had a really nice time walking. And then I said, well, I've got a bit of more of a surprise. I bought the cricket gear. Mm. I padded up first and got in the nets. Andy was just like f- throwing in a few medium to fast paced off spinners. Mm. And I was having a great time hitting the balls. I had less to do that day, I guess, than Andy. And his <laughs> new show, The 100 is out. He's very busy with the show. And I thought, okay. Maybe time to switch over. And then he went, actually ran out of time. I've got to go. 
<laughs> so what we actually did was I made Andy go to the parking bomb balls. <laughs> like your dad. Like my dad for half an hour, smacking him out of the middle. And then uh, he didn't have time. He didn't really get a bat. So and the, only thing that, the only thing that could have been more one-sided was that if I realised I also have my wicket-keeping gear in my cricket bag, if I just made Andy throw practice catches to me, <laughs> just do some keeping practice. The other thing, Jacko, was... I was fine with it, but it occurred to Hamish and I that if that had happened and we were both under 15 years of age, would have been a huge tantrum. Absolute dummy spin. Anytime you're at training and they went, all right, that's it for batting practice. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, the Do you want to mention the other thing that happened on the walk? Oh, well, I've since seen that lady and we've now become friends. We were walking near my place, Jack. And there was a staircase, very steep through kind of jungle-like yeah, yeah. territory. It like sort of like some overgrown bush, like mm. it looked a bit rainforesty in this yeah. area of the park and there's like some bluestone steps. Yeah, And only, a rail, one, only one rail. A rail on one side. Which mm. would be on your left-hand side if descending. Yeah, yeah. about of a, about a 70-year-old woman's coming up using... 62. <laughs> using the rail and Hamish... She was ascending with her right-hand rail. Hamish, I, we all know, COVID persist- times, COVID times, you've got to play the... Do the safe thing, which is like, you know, play to people's norms that they expect, which is left hand lane, yeah. which did put me on the rail side <laughs> descending, Made forcing the, her off the, rail. off the rail and she had a fall. Well, she, oh, had, a fall. she had a stumble <laughs> and I caught her, uh, which is good because Andy hadn't given me any catching practice yet in the net. <laughs> so my slips catching was sharp. I was able to get, catch her mm. and give her, you know, just steadier and go, yep. come on, you know, you've had, you've had most of the rail on the way up. <laughs> you, could, you could have done three steps. You can do the last little bit so, off the rail, but yeah. I did realise, I think she had a slight injury. Yeah, Hamish, she was fine, Jack. She we was saw limping. her again later. Not, not we, an injury from the fall, I think. Yeah. that's. I realised once she was off the rail, she yeah. did need the rail more than she me. She definitely needed the rail. And uh, Anyway, it, that was a nice little icebreaker because she was, you remember she was wearing a top, like a blue and white, looked like the oh, old yeah. Geelong jumper. Seen, since seen her now regularly on, in the park on the walks and we have a bit of a... Remember I tried to kill you? Yeah. <laughs> bit of a, you know, I've toughened you up, haven't I? <laughs> anyway, so, so that's our sports update. A, um, you know, A walk. Me, a glorious day for home. Absolute staircase dominance. Rail king. Smashing sixes. Didn't have to bowl. <laughs> Very successful park trip for me. Should have made Andy go and get me a calippo. I'll get to my running story next week. <laughs> Hey everybody, Mike here from the Hamish and Andy team. Just a reminder that if the main podcast doesn't satisfy your Hamish and Andy listening needs, you can also check out the Remembering Project to hear the guys reminisce on some of their favourite moments from over the years doing radio and podcasts. This week on the Remembering Project, we go all the way back to one of their most fondly remembered adventures. Owning a Greyhound. 2006. It was Fred's first race. Oh, bastard. So we bet on me to win Cleo Batch of the Year. Yeah, by this stage you'd won it. We'd won it. We'd bought a Greyhound. For $10,000 because we won that money. And then we were touring a Greyhound. And we just asked people, anyone, it's the people's, a people's dog, a people's Greyhound, Come down to Sandown, I believe mm-hmm. the race was at. Because we were like, we're going to tour him around. We're going to yep. take him around the nation. Yep. We were just so excited to have him. And yep. we were so, and he was just like, such a, he was a great dog. Perth was the last leg and he was going for the hat trick because then he won in Sydney, he yep. won in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. 
And you I beat Nitrix in Adelaide. Beat Nitrix, he's an arch nemesis. And then Perth was phenomenal. Yep. I think it was about 5,000 people at the track, just yep. banners, like marry me, Fred, because yeah. at that stage he was going for a hat trick. Had Shane Warne call up and tell him how to behave when you're on a hat trick. <laughs> A great memory there on this week's Remembering Project. Make sure you type in Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project and subscribe wherever you podcast. We will catch you next week for the main podcast and Mondays for the Remembering Project. See you then. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.